This episode is sponsored by Develop with Tim. You guys looking for a speaker to come and talk about finances to your organization, school, business, nonprofit, after school program? We got it. If you guys are looking for some financial literacy books, we got it. And if you guys are just wanting to have a one-on-one or just want to reach out for a couple questions, we got you covered. Click the link that's in the description or visit developwithtim.com and let us go ahead and take care of you. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Win Win Podcast. And y'all, my audience, I know y'all already know I'm not going to let y'all down again because we've been hitting it fire after fire, dope person after dope person. Uh, today, I have a dope individual, the creative engineer himself, <laughs> Jacoby DeBose. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself to the people that know how dope you are. Um, Hey, thanks for the warm introduction. Uh, um, dope. <laughs> how dope am I? Um. I don't even know how to answer that, but you know, um, I'll start with saying that you know we are both from the same area, uh, <laughs> and coincidentally from the same family. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, hometown Darlington, South Carolina. Uh, you know, I love being there. Home. Uh, I always describe it as uh, you know the home of the Southern Five Hundred and NASCAR. You know, when people try to uh, ask me where. Uh, where where it's located and what is it known for. Um, so, that, you know, that's where I got my start, um, you know, as a creative engineer, uh, simply because I um, went through the education system there, just wanting more out of the world, um, you know, getting lost in, into books and my own personal thoughts. So on, um, you know, how things should operate and um, just wanted to learn more. So, you know, as I branched out, you know, into the world, uh, left South Carolina, um, went to school in, uh, in DC, um, and then went to, went, went to Howard University. I'm going to say, go ahead, tell me where you went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, alma mater, uh, Howard University, um, started in engineering and finished in a, with an, uh, electronic studio, uh, degree. And, um, okay. Yeah. Then, then, then after that, I, I um, you know, worked in various industries while uh, training for the Olympics in track and field. And uh, I also was an All-American when I was at Howard, um, NCAA okay. All-American in the 110 hurdles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a great experience. And, you know, over the last decade, I've been um, mainly a software engineer, but um, in recent years, just branching out and using a combination of software engineering, uh, filmmaking and uh, music composition. So, you know, I like to use all my talents all the time. And, um, you know, that's what makes things fun. Uh, That's what makes things enjoyable for me. And I guess, you know, as you said in the beginning, that's that's my dopeness. Hey, that is dope, man. Um, Not only to come from, because I'm from, 
like you said, we're from the same city. Uh, y'all, he my uncle, by the way, y'all. So, <laughs> anyway, cats out of the bag. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was gonna tell him throughout the interview, but I was gonna let him like, say, how did he find this guy? But, um, yeah, yeah, he my uncle. Um, and again, you know, we come from that small town. So, for you, Jacoby, how was it going from the small town of Darlington, South Carolina, to the DC area? Um. It wasn't that big of a of a jump for me, um, and and that was because of two reasons. Um, my mom's family is from New York, so um, you know I got to experience a lot of the city through them. You know, as a kid, um, okay. but you know, even though I came from. My mom, my mom always gets on me for saying this. Uh, even though I came from poor, semi-poor <laughs> family, um, we still managed to, you know, be able to travel and stuff at times. And uh, you know, I had gotten out and been able to see the world um, in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. even before, um, you know, graduating uh, from Mayo High School in math science and for math science and technology. Um, so going to DC wasn't that big of a stretch for me. And, uh, I knew that the Southern living wasn't, you know, my cup of tea, (laughs) Um, Okay. you know, you know, I, I always consider myself, uh, um, you know, a Southern boy or southern born um but you know more so a city boy at heart so um and dc just it was it you know when i went on my recruiting trip um i was like look this is where i gotta be (laughs) this is this is is definitely the spot for me yeah so do you feel you had the city the city persona in you due to your exposure to various um cities and countries um the exposure to the cities were wasn't it's not what made me more so um you know the city boy or city persona um it was more so you know my thirst for more um more knowledge, more, uh, more diversity. Um, you know, I just, you know, I, I wanted to wake up and every day see, you know, a different world or, or even have the ability to see something different, um, physically. Um, I, I mean, I know you can, you know, turn on the TV or, or, uh, no, we didn't see that in real life. Even, <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Or, or get on the internet and you can see a lot of things, but I, you know, I wanted to be able to see different things in real life and, you know, um, it, living in cities like DC and, um, and the boroughs of New York, um, you know, every day you wake up, there's always something new that you can find, uh, because, you know, they're, they're very diverse and there's so many things that you can see. Okay, okay. So going from Darlington to DC to where you are now, what is it that you're working on? We didn't tell the people that yet. 
So right now, um, you know, I'm working on a project uh, called uh, Metatopia Network, and um, so you know, I'm, I'm really doing two things with Metatopia Network. It's a what we would consider a Web three company, um, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm wanting to establish more of um, what I like to call create to earn for the creative economy. And um, you have more sites now that are, are coming out and trying to put together oh, models. Real quick, real quick, real mm -hmm. quick. When you say creative economy, um, just to let my audience know, what, what people fall in that that that, um, that category? Yeah, so the creative economy is really, really broad, um, or as a lot of you know people are referring to it now as the create creator economy. Um, but I would say in the in the digital space, it, it's artists, um, digital artists, um, musicians, um, gamers, you know, content creators, live streamers. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and let me add this: even to a certain extent, like you know, product designers, product makers, you know, because there's a lot of people that are, you know, creating products now and, um, you know, for people to use it in various aspects. So um, I personally would consider them a part of the creator economy. Okay. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted, you know, the people to understand what the creative um, economy was before yeah. they got lost. Oh, no, 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 no problem. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really focused on... Um, uh, create to earn at this point. And, you know, uh, there's more sites that are trying to implement models and mostly because um, people have done so much complaining, you know, you know every, everybody wants to make more from their Spotify plays and, and their right. YouTube views and, and, um, you know, however many likes they get on Instagram. Um, and, you know, apps like OnlyFans, you know, came in and they were able to do uh, more things with um, subscriptions. Um, we have uh, now, um, as I think it was actually from some complaints of, from Black creators on TikTok, you had apps like Fanbase that, you know, came into play and, you know, they allow you to, uh, you know, earn from likes and um, now I even think uh, most recently they released uh, an update that lets you earn from your, um, you know, someone likes your um, your reels on right. um, on uh, fan base. So you know, overall, I still think these companies are really uh, hard coded into the Web two space and. Um, you know, create to earn or create and earn um, for us is not only driven by um, paying people for what they produce um, for their audience, um, but it's also about making creators, you know, actual stakeholders in the technologies that are being developed for the creator economy. So, you know, you said you was on two things. Was that just one or that was both of them? 
just to make sure. So, so that you know, that's that's the the overall tech aspect okay. of it. Um, so this this the, yeah, you, you are right. Um, and let, let me not forget this part. So, you know, that, <laughs> uh, you know, the core of it, Metatopia Network, you know, technologies that are, um, you know, create to earn. Um, but we are producing uh, and de are developing at this point uh, an NFT collection to spearhead this uh, and, um, you know, continuing on with the name Metatopia, we've named the collection Metatopians. And uh, the Metatopians are, um, we're, we're creating the storyline around it now. Um, but we like look that. at them, yeah, we look at them as elite creators. Uh, you know, that we have this, this storyline based, you know, that starts millions of years ago. And, um, and, and it talks about, um, you know, how Metatopians have walked the earth, uh, kind of being, um, you know, wanting to be uh, unseen or at least not known for their super abilities but contributing to various parts of society um, throughout the years, you know, from like the pyramids to, um, you know, inventing lights and, you know, things like that. Um, but, you know, I want people to um, look at themselves a little differently and, and find their Metatopian in, in, in them, especially if you are a, a creator and, um, and from there, you know, those those Metatopians that uh, purchase, uh, you know, one of the NFTs, those NFT holders um, will be able to uh, participate in, you know, everything from the decision making, uh, developing the technologies to um, creating. Um, we, we have plans to you know, create either an animated series or, or a movie from it that are, that's based on um, the Metatopian characters that we are producing. Um, but overall, we, we want people that are um, very, very elite thinkers as well as creators um, right. because we want to really drive that next wave of technology, but also create, you know, great stuff today. So I know people always talk about, oh, we, we want to design this next wave. No, we want to create for today as well. And um, yeah, and I think it takes myself and other Metatopians doing that. For sure. Now, this this is a big, this is big. <laughs> now, my question would be, how did you come across this idea and really, yeah, I'm going to just leave it there. How did you come up with this idea or what made you want to pursue it? You know, for the last um, four years, uh, I've been really on this, this thought process of um, utopia. And I even created a, a, a movement called uh, Utopia University. Um, talked about it a lot down in South by Southwest about three years ago. And, um, you know, from there, I wanted to, you know, bring people together that, you know, wanted to learn and right. but you know with U utopia university i wanted to create communities around the world that enable people to go from learning in a 
more so like an apprenticeship style, you know, if you were like a software developer or uh, a designer or uh, whatever your crap was um, that didn't necessarily have to be um, verified with a degree. Uh, I wanted people to learn in these, you know, communities, Utopia University communities, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, go on to be able to get jobs or or build out, um, you know, cool projects. Um, so, you know, fast forward to uh, when um, I wanted to continue on and have some aspects of Utopia University uh, within the concept that I have now that we are building out in Metatopia Network. Uh, mm -hmm. But when Facebook changed its name, um, you know, I was already <laughs> iterating into create to earn. Um, and one day I just, I don't know, it just clicked. I'm like, you know, uh, Metatopia is um, the intersection of utopia and the metaverse. Um, and, you know, we do have plans on, uh, you know, getting into the metaverse. And I feel like, um, you know, though that takes time, I wanted to make uh, my, you know, stake my claim on it right now by uh, right. changing our name to, you know, Metatopia. So, and that, that's that's just how it came about. Um, you know, I wanted to, to really challenge um, people's thoughts um, because as African-Americans, um, you know, especially developers and even creators, unfortunately, I get the feeling, and this is just opinion, you know, I, you know, I, I, I get the feeling um, at times that, you know, we're just those black men or black women that do what they do. And, um, but people aren't really like buying into our philosophies. So, um, you know, I, I, I was like, look, you know, I can always go out here and get a job, you know, if right. this fails, um, I can always, uh, go out here and join someone's team if this fails. But what I do want to do with this whole concept of bridging and our, our merging uh, utopia with uh, the metaverse, I wanted to really just dream, you know, that, you know, and that's it. Like, um, not worried about people funding the idea, not worried about uh, who's going to approve of it or say that it's, you know, this is, this is hot. I really wanted, you know, to take these concepts that are true to not only myself, but, you know, thousands, if not millions of other people in the world. And um, and we decide on what Metatopia is and, and we decide on uh, the character traits of Metatopians and we decide on how the, these new technologies are built and and we decide, you know, how we fund um, things going forward. So yeah that's that's how everything came about that's dope <laughs> it all starts with just you know a vision 
And like you said, you yeah, know, that vision might have came, you know, a couple of years ago. It's not about when it comes, as long as you are actively getting, you know, step, 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 step to execute. And I'm glad you have taken that step to execute, man, because I think it's going to be game changing. <laughs> Especially from the talks we have off the camera, too, about it, man. It's, it's about to be dope, for real. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, for you, I mean, you, you just mentioned how basically as an African-American male inside of the tech space, it is a little challenge, not a little, it is more challenging. So would you say that's your biggest challenge so far with uh, Metatopia or have you experienced a larger challenge outside of that? Um, that used to be my challenge. Uh, and, and honestly, now I don't even look at it. In, in, anymore. Um, my biggest challenge is me. Um, and then any person that I bring on to the team, you know, because I look at the team as an extension of me. Um, that's how tight I want the core team that's building uh, Metatopia Network and, and, and developing Metatopians at this point. Uh, I look at them as an extension of me. And, um, you know, we together um, are only are our only challenges. Um, and I just was just talking about this a couple of days ago with some people like, I don't care about who's not going to fund me or, or whatever. You know, at this point, I refuse to state or overstate um, what black people aren't going to get. Um, I refuse to, in another pitch, if I pitch at all again, uh, I refuse to state whatever the percentages are or numbers are. I'm not even going to research them anymore. You know, if you don't care to invest, you don't care to invest. If you don't care to buy, you don't care to buy. Um, I'm, all, I'm about servicing the community of people that I want to build the technologies for and with. Um, so you know the only challenge to that is is I, is if I sleep on it or or if right. I don't get the job done or if I'm not clear with the messaging um, or if I'm not executing, then that's you know like I said from the beginning, the only challenge is is, is me. Mm, you're speaking heavy just now, man. So what I guess what what inside of you this is like, man. You know what. I don't care what anyone else says. I'm gonna. I'm not worried about the ones who are against me. I'm just looking for the ones who are for me. Like when when did that when did that switch flip for you? Well, it started to flip when more people started to embrace the Web three concepts. Mm -hmm. um, but then I started to look at you know, how much the current iteration of the web or, or web two, if you want to call it that, um, how it's tied to so many centralized um, entities. And what I mean by that is like, you know, for years people were thinking like, hey, I can't build an app because uh, without a bunch of funding, because, um, you know, how am I going to, um, how am I going to run it in the cloud? You know, how am I going to pay my AWS bill? Or what? like, if you're starting a business thinking about how you're going to pay the AWS bill to, versus how um, you know you're going to service your core audience, then you've already lost. 
I'm sorry, you know, Amazon makes enough money. Uh, and hey, they're great at what they what they've done because obviously they they we you have people thinking you have people literally, you know, trying to cover an AWS bill for some hypothetical users before they even get users. Um, so what does AWS stands for? Uh, Amazon Web Services. Oh, so okay, okay. You know, cloud services that you can you know run your app on you know gotcha. uh, you know servers, uh, databases, those types of things. Um, okay. I mean, they have a whole suite of things that, that go into AWS, and I love using them. Uh, I love using Microsoft Azure, but, you know, I'll put it like this. When I decided to stop looking at whose core technologies I'm going to build my um, applications for, um, I told myself one day, I was like, I don't care if I have to, uh, figure out how to make an application work, um, on my computer and then go one by one and install it on, <laughs> on other people's <laughs> computers. That's just what I do if that's what it took to reach my core audience. Um, mm-hmm. like. You know, even though I'm in the Web3 space right now and which is largely tied to uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency, um, I own or have uh, purchased quite a few uh, different tokens and coins based on crypto projects that I like. Um, However, I don't have a blockchain that I'm um specifically married to like i love ethereum and and what is done for the for the blockchain space um i love what is done for the cryptocurrency space i love what is done for web3 overall um the smart contract side of of um ethereum is is amazing um however i'm not going to make a decision on um what blockchain uh metatopia network will be you know, attached to and, and and actually mostly uh and I'm not even saying that we're trying to build our own blockchain. Actually we want to be multi-chain and and um you know have have the ability to do multi-chain transactions. Um and that says a lot and there's a lot of development that has to go in, into that. Um right. but you know overall uh I want to um I feel like there's a lot of technology segregation going on at times with, with these platforms uh, right, right, and right. how things are developed overall. So, you know, I'm trying to eliminate technology segregation and um, and really just build that, um, not to overstate or overuse the terminology of utopia or metatopia, but, yeah, yeah, you know, we want to build that utopian society when it comes down to the tech and, and, and what it's all used for. So are there are there any other companies that are operating on multi-chain? Uh, which, and just real quick for the audience, multi-chain is basically you can use more than one blockchain to purchase things within this um, within what the community or. Well, yeah, through through, through the decentralized applications, yeah, the ecosystem. That, yeah. That's a good way. Well, ecosystem. The ecosystem. Yeah. So the, yeah, there are um, there are blockchains that work with multiple blockchains like um 
-hmm. One that I can think about, one when it comes to mind off the top of my head is uh, Polka Dot. I love the Polka Dot, Polka -Dot. Um, uh, project. Um, overall, the, the Polka Dot blockchain, it is super complicated to understand for, for the average user to understand. You got to understand like these parachains and each blockchain has to have a parachain and they and even in order for them to get a parachain, they had to go through this process of, I don't know, staking X amount of money. And and um, then I think that's relayed back to an, uh, another. I mean, already it's, it's got you know, a lot of layers to it. And, and it has even I have even spoken about someone just being a you know, average user using the application as on one deployed to one of these uh, parachains. Yeah, but, that's not um, like a headache. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it is it, a headache to try to understand at times. But I, I'm, but I like it. You know, I, I, I like what they're doing. I get the concepts, uh, and I get the concepts because I've taught computer science and physics, mm. and I've sat in 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 you know various talks, and I got it. You know. Right, right. On at least on at least a, a a novice or beginner beginner level, I, I won't say I'm even right. intermediate or expert on it, you know. But you know, they are one of the leaders that come to mind. You have Cosmos, uh, which is very popular. One that I I like is uh, Near Protocol, and then they have um, they have something built on Near Protocol at, uh, called Aurora. Uh, that's always hard for me to say A U R O R A. Um, but I love what they are doing. Um, there's actually a company called Multichain, and uh, um, and it's without a hyphen. Um, right. And they 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 uh, actually are pretty cool. Um, so there there's various projects that are um, trying to do multiple chain transactions. Uh, I think the NFT. Um, ecosystem engine um i think they are actually you know striving to be able to uh produce nfts for or have your nfts that you produce with engine um you know go on multiple chains so okay. um <laughs> yeah there, there's some that are and um it's really hard to tell like what metaverses are are going to be multi-chain <laughs> or, or if any, and right, that's right. kind of as we you know you know dip our toes into building out a metaverse for uh, Metatopians, um, mm -hmm. you know that is one of the things that I want to be um, you know in the beginning is uh, multi-chain um, or at least have the ability to do uh, multi-chain transactions, whether that be NFTs or, um, you know, any type of coins that tokens that might be mm. utilized on in the ecosystem or in that For metaverse. Sure. Okay, I get that. I get that. Now, to kind of hop off of, that's a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It becomes, it becomes heavy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my next question for you, Jacoby, is um, during your process, like whether it's going from like uh, young adulthood all the way to now or even just starting Metatopia, what would you say has been either the biggest loss or the biggest lesson that you've learned along the way? 
Um, I would say the, you know, the biggest lesson that I've learned along the way is, you know, if you're going to uh, build, you know, just build. I know various people will say like, oh, you know, you got to move fast. And if you don't move fast, then, um, you know, someone else is going to come into the market and you can't do whatever. Um, I guess, you know, if you are striving to be that unicorn company that comes out here and, you know, in a few months you have billions of dollars or you have right. hundreds of millions of dollars invested in you, then I guess, yeah, you know, go on that, I guess. But, um, you know, I've learned that everything isn't going to start, you know, super fast, you know, and mm. if there aren't some things that you are good at, um, you know, seek help, uh, you know, figure out how you can do some of it yourself. Um, but if you just can't figure it out, uh, you know, find ways to get it done. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we, we use excuses. Um, well, I don't have a developer, so I can't build out this mobile app that I want to, um, well, are there any features of the mobile app that, that you can manually do yourself and just get customers? Um, so that's the, that's the part about it that really makes a business um you know the overall technologies you know they should be tools that come along to execute what you've created as a business you know like yeah um things like a snapchat can be something that's super creative when you've done it um and can have really high growth very quickly but you know, they, if I'm not mistaken, they started like a project in class or something like that. Well, oh, for real? yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's interesting. You know, <laughs> yeah. So when it comes down to it, you know, something like that, when you're taking pictures um, or, or, you know, snapping and, and, and all of that, like you're, you're still reaching your target audience, um, even though you're utilizing a core technology and, hey they 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 may not have needed to survey enough i mean they may they may not have needed to survey thousands of people to get to their um, yeah. solution set you know their classroom of 25 50 however many students um you know could have been their sample size that they needed because well you know if i can get this class to you know, do these snaps and they disappear and they like it, then I'm pretty sure we can replicate that around campus. If I, we can right. replicate that around this campus, then we can replicate that around multiple college campuses, you know, same thing with Facebook. Um, yeah. But just because their, their process went kind of fast, you know, they still got out and they used a very specific part of their business for a very, for, you know, to build out a solution for their audience. And it may not take having, and actually a lot of times it doesn't take having a full app built to go out and actually 
you know, gain, you know, attention from your audience and build your community. Um, so that's the biggest thing that I've, that I've, uh, you know, learned is, you know, overall, you know, just, just, you know, just keep building it, stay with it. And, and you don't have to quit just because someone else came into the market or someone else, you know, because they could, they could be a giant and die tomorrow. Um, Ooh, that's true. For whatever reason, you know, but if you just, if, if it's your idea, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to 1000% start off as a technology or, you know, uh, there, there is a lot of value into tech enabling your business, you know, after you've gotten that audience, you actually may be worth more than those people that were invested in from with a napkin sketch. And I like the fact that you mentioned uh, Snapchat too, because when they first started out, it was like super simple and you can only really just snap. Um, but uh, up until now, you know, they have all kind of stuff. Shoot, they even allow people to change their names now. So, <laughs> you know, right. That was something people were talking about for years. Um, and again, they started off here at this one place. They had to get it out, they started getting the usage, and then they were just able to add on more features. Oh, now we can add more faces. Now we can do this, or now we can do that. Um, so yeah, so I, I feel like if if people just keep building now and get, like you said, that core component of their product out there, and go ahead and start getting people to use it, then they can easily they can always grow, and they can continue yeah, to scale. absolutely. And, and 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 even though you may be excited about what you've come up with, as far as like you know the entire business because sometimes we want actually a lot of times we want to give our entire business especially if someone is you know asked a question they they may not be asking to hear everything they just want to only hear an elevator pitch but uh, <laughs> a, a, a lot of times we we take that as oh they just asked about my business i'm about to throw it all at, at them um, right right but you know you might it actually is better to um you know, withhold some of that, actually withhold a lot of it and, and even backlog these ideas because start, you know, start with your core stuff, you know, and, and I'm having to do that even with, uh, with Metatopia. Like I know where I know my goal is the, you know, build for the metaverse. I could say that now because I fin finally have um, embraced, you know, backlogging the, the i the super advanced ideas the the really hard right. stuff and only really going after the core of what i can build today with myself and then whatever resources i have access to today um and, and pitch just that you know talk about just that all of that other stuff like yeah it's gonna get done or there actually might be some stuff along the way that that comes in and 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 um outweighs some of the stuff in the backlog because but it's because of you you built this community and you've learned learned more through this community and it's um motivated you or, or or even helped you make educated decisions in other directions that you should go so yeah, yeah. that's right and also too to piggyback off of what you said too by withholding some of that information that also leaves the people you're talking to with some kind of suspicion. Like, dang, wait a minute. I know, I know his vision is bigger than that. I want to know what's next. And then again, you can 
get people to subscribe to that newsletter. You can get people to follow you on social medias. Um, I got the podcast. I could just tell people, oh, yeah, I have the Win Win podcast where I'm going to be interviewing guests that can inform my audience how to win in business, finance, and self-development. And then just leave it at that. And they're going to be like, what? I got I to gotta tune into this podcast. I got to get this information because what guests, um, what, what, what are all they doing? Uh, what else mm-hmm. is he gonna do outside of just interview? Because it, it mm-hmm. has to be bigger than that. But now nah, maybe <laughs> I'm about to cut up. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. But if you I leave like with oh, uh, my podcast is gonna be a TV show, and it's gonna is we're gonna travel the world, yeah. and we're gonna X Y Z, then um, you know people will be less inclined because they start to tune you out. Um, mm-hmm. The more ends that you put in there. <laughs> Uh, so, and and that's the exercise that I have for myself that I've been doing over the last six months, eliminate the ands. Um, the more ands that I eliminate, the better my message becomes. I'm going to steal that. (laughs) 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 Sometimes I I, I say too much and I do add on a lot to the end, but. Yeah, man. Eliminate the ands. Sometimes you don't even notice. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's been my exercise for the last month. Eliminate the ands. The more ands I eliminate, the better, the clearer my message becomes. And you know, I know I don't have to uh, win them all every conversation, or even mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not trying to win an investment every conversation. You know, I just want to give my authentic self. And if you're giving your your authentic business, then then people people will gravitate to it. Uh, you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg right. in, you know, every conversation. Um, you know, right. just 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 be you, stay true to your message. And um, at that point, you don't got to worry about keeping it simple because it's simple enough. Mm, I love that. I love that. Now, Jacoby, as we get closer to the end of this interview, if the people wanted to reach out to you, um, or just follow you to see what's next for Metatopia. How can they get in contact with you or uh, support? Um, the easiest ways uh, to get in contact with me are uh, is going to our site, metatopia.network. That's M-E-T-A-T-O-P-I-A dot network. Um, and we are actually going to be updating that a lot over the next uh, 30 to 60 days. Um, So if you see our homepage changing and evolving, um, it's because we're at work, (laughs) you know, uh, we'll we'll be introducing some some new uh, roadmaps. Actually, we we are changing the roadmap name intentionally. Um, It's called the meta map. Um, So, you know, we are, you know, changing that up. Uh, definitely, you know, look for our Discord uh, links uh, on our website. Um, you know, then also on my uh, Instagram, uh, Jacoby A M Duvos. Uh, that's J A C O B Y A M D U B O S E. So, you know, you can definitely link with me there. You know, uh, I don't always respond back to every DM. Because <laughs> it gets overwhelming at times, um, but uh, and definitely also um, the same Instagram handle is um, is the same for Twitter. 
Um, so I'm, I'm definitely over the next, as I said, 30 to 60 days, I'll be engaging uh, a lot more on um, Twitter because I, I see that's where, you know, the audience for um, NFT and metaverse projects are. So um, yeah, I'll be engaging a lot there. So if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, you know, you can reach out to me there. Um, and then there's, I know I mentioned Discord, but uh, you can, our Discord link is on, on the Twitter, on uh, on Instagram, uh, and on our, our, yeah, on our site, metatopia.network. Um, we're really active on our Discord and we'd love to have, uh, you know, people that are free thinkers that want to get into the NFT space, want to get into uh, the metaverse space, Web3, crypto, blockchain, all of that. Right. Um, if you don't know enough about it, please, please come over to the Discord. Find us, come over to the Discord uh, because we're educating, we're training developers uh, as we build out, um, you know, Metatopia. Okay, I love that. And also, too, I'm going to have all of those links in the description as well, too. So, you know, that'll make it easier. I appreciate that. Well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, the last thing, my favorite part of every interview, I need you to leave the audience with something that they can take and they can create a win from, whether that's your favorite quote, whether that's something that you live by, or just some powerful words. Oh, that, 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 one, that one's tough right there. Um, <laughs> that one's really tough right there. Uh, but overall, um, I, I would say, you know, with the way the world is evolving, the way um, the way these technology technologies are involved evolving, um, I would just leave everybody with uh, you know try to find the truest you and um, the truest part of what you want to. Uh, achieve or build, um, or it can be achieve and build. Uh, but you know, notice this is all led by find the truest, you know, because yeah. you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, you don't want to be dependent on any one system, any one technology. Um, uh, you know, I know we are users of many uh applications right. at this point um and i i often ask people like you know if if facebook went down today would you have a business uh you know if if instagram or uh spotify or youtube or any of these applications went down today that many people make you know a living from or or at minimum build their audience with um, would you have a business? And the majority of people are going to answer no to that um, because right. they are so highly dependent on these platforms. So that means they haven't found, you know, the truest version of themselves. They just found a way to <laughs> be better via Facebook, Instagram, uh, um, so forth and so on. And, you know, th these are just philosophies and, 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 and my opinions. Um, but I, I, I do live by that. Um, you know, if any of these technologies, you know, go down today, 
I know the truest me and the truest uh, version of what I want to achieve can still stand without them. I love that. I love that. Well, y'all heard him. Hey, find the truest <laughs> you, find the truest thing that you want to build, create, and then go out there and execute. Jacoby, man, definitely appreciate the time today. And y'all, we out. We're going to catch you guys in the next episode. Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after-school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D-E-V-E-L-O-P-W-I-T-H-T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form, and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, visit us on Patreon. It's NextGenCEO, N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to um, you know, support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefits. But again, go visit us on Patreon, NextGen CEO, N-X-T-G-E-N CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. You, you have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.